So I guess this week made up for the holiday lulls and the, the slow news week during the holidays? Yeah, I, I guess it did, right? Big. Lots of stuff to cover today. Get a pen and a pad. Get ready. Jay Parks dies in your house exclusively on Lee's Coast Radio. Trumpian place in New York City elected a Democrat. Don't try to tell me it wasn't a wave. Robert Mueller isn't the only person investigating Trump now. We have the House Intel Committee is now chaired by Adam Schiff and they have subpoena power. And he will use it. And he will get to the bottom of this. Like he's been trying to do for the last two years, and Devin Nunes has been stymieing him. Devin Nunes is no longer the chairman. The midnight runs to the White House are over. I made a promise to the listeners of East Coast Radio that if the Democrats did not mess up November, that if November 6th went our way, that we would have a little fun here on East Coast Radio. And if you stay tuned, I promise you this. Along with our fighting fascism and trying to save democracy, we will have a little fun. Because we earned it. Keep it locked to East Coast Radio. Remember, we got dies in your house at the end of the week. We got the Jay Parks podcast at the beginning of the week. Every week, East Coast Radio for the least heard voices. Get us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jporks, and follow us on Twitter at Lee's Coast Radio. Let's punch fascism in the face, one podcast at a time. If you don't know what Staten Island is, it's like New York's abortion that lived. Hey, yo, who's in the house? Guys in your house. What is the word, peeps? What goes on? It is Friday. I am Jay Porks, and we are back here on Least Coast Radio with another action-packed edition of Dies in Your House. I don't know what you heard about it, but this is the pre-show, the post-show, and the prelude to the Jay Porks Podcast, which comes to you every Sunday evening, or sometimes early, early, early Monday morning. Now, what we do here on Least Coast Radio is we fight fascism. Alexa, what is fascism? The noun fascism is usually defined as a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power, forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. That sounds about right. 
That's what's going on in America. So we are working on trying to fight that and trying to stop that. And we were doing that with our voices and our platforms. And, uh, you know, I'm Jay Porks. I had a podcast called the Jay Porks Podcast. It used to be on another network. Then when I got liberal, people decided to not, you know, hang with me anymore. So I started my own network, Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. And I noticed that my podcast was going 90 minutes. My podcast was going two hours. I'm almost positive we had pretty close to a three-hour show. We might have had one over this past year. We didn't want to do that. We want to make things more digestible. So what we do here on Fridays is we come to you with Dies in Your House, which is a preview. You know, we let you know what to look forward to on the next episode of the Jay Parks Podcast. And it also, you know, also if there is a, if there is a story... We can pull that from the Jay Perks podcast and attach it here. Sometimes things are so important that they need to be looked at alone in a singular prism. And that's sort of what we do here on Dies in Your House. It's every Friday. It's exclusively on Least Coast Radio. And I beg you guys to go to patreon.com forward slash Jay Parks and think about becoming a Least Coast Radio head. Also, follow Least Coast Radio on Twitter. That's really what I need to do. I need to build up the Twitter handle on at the Least Coast Radio page. So, you know, follow it. At Least Coast Radio. Go to leastcoastradio.weebly.com. That is all the sites I need to get to. Now, we had a big week. And also, you probably can't tell right this second because I'm fresh off a Mucinex dosage. But I do not know if my voice is going to be good tomorrow or Sunday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to preview all of the stuff we would talk about. It's not going to be in depth, but I just want to make sure I hit everything so you didn't miss anything. This has been a long week. It's been a big week. It's always a big week. Can't we just have one slow week? All I want is one. The government is shut down. That's main story. The main story is that the government is shut down because of a wall that's not going to help people get in, a wall that's not going to help people stay out, I mean, a wall that's not going to keep people out, a wall that is a symbol of everything un-American, a wall that the steel part of it was able to be sawed through with a bone saw, you know, not, I don't know if it was a bone saw, probably the same thing they tore up Jamal Khashoggi with, remember, remember that still happened, that's still a thing. And there was no justice for Jamal Khashoggi. None. Just pointing it out there. Got a wall, a symbol of hatred. $5.6 billion. Pelosi's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And, you know, props. Props to, I mean, besides Pelosi and Schumer's eye makeup the other night, where they looked like they were scarecrows, besides that, the words... Like, after the rebuttal from the stupid Oval Office distraction asshole clown that he did. Like, Pelosi said a bunch of things that I have not heard. Like, I mean, I I heard the term border security before. But no one's ever told me, like, you know, that's gonna, we're gonna look underground for tunnels. We're gonna scan cars, you know, x-ray stuff. You know, more judges get these courts go, like... It's weird to hear facts. 
And when you're packing the facts in the back of the act, that's always the best way to go. And I don't know how much long... This is already the second longest government shutdown of all time. And it's hurting people, man. Because if you want to solve the immigration crisis, what you do is you open up the government so the immigration judges can go to work and figure out who's staying in the country and who's not. That's what you do. See, right now, all those immigration courts are closed. Because the government is shut down. Because of Trump and his wall. Now, the question is, it's Friday right now. Does he declare a national emergency before the weekend's over? Or does he save it for Monday? He's going to do it because the national emergency... First of all, 5.6 billion isn't building a wall. It would take 10 years to complete this wall. The wall is not a thing. The wall was a thing made up by Sam Nunberg to help him remember. And I, yes, I can't believe Sam, Nun Sam Nunberg is still a thing. But he is. And uh, he, the thing was to keep Trump talking about immigration. It was a memory device. It was like, uh, build the wall. You know, like he said that. Sam Nunberg and Roger Stone told him they gave him that line because he's not smart enough to break down, like, immigration policy. Like, besides saying, keep the brownies out. Like, that's the only thing he could do, so. Build that wall was nothing but a... Nothing but a trick. And Sam, Sam Nunberg has been in with, uh... The, Sen the Republican-led Senate Intel Committee... They're four and a half hours recently. I just read an article by Katie Turr on NBC News. He says the questions were focused on, narrowly focused on collusion. Trump Tower, Moscow. And okay, so we got that. The government is shut down. Also, it was announced that Rod Rosenstein, Rod Rosenstein, who was overseeing the Mueller probe, Rod Rosenstein is planning on leaving the Justice Department. Now, there are two reports. The first one I heard was, and, and I'm not, I don't have all the lists in front of me. I'm, I'm going all of this off memory. The, uh, the first report I saw was that Rod Rosenstein would be leaving the Justice Department at the conclusion of the Mueller probe. That's the first thing I heard. But now, last night on, I want to say, was it Brian Williams or Maddow or Lawrence O'Donnell? The story is, is that Rod Rosenstein is going to leave as soon as William Barr is confirmed as Attorney General. William Barr is another guy who had things to say in public about the Mueller probe before overseeing the Mueller probe in the future. He is going to be... His confirmation hearings is set for next week. Can I ask just one question? How do we confirm... I thought the government's closed. Is the Senate not the government? We should halt all confirmations. That's what I... I mean... That'd be fair. Matt Whitaker, masculine toilet guy... He's laid low. 
because he has a recused. So Rod Rosenstein, I'm right now Friday night. I can't tell you which report is more accurate or which report has more weight. The one where he's staying till the end of the Mueller probe, or the one where he's staying where till William Barr gets confirmed. They may not be mutually exclusive. So stay tuned for that. Michael Cohen. Moving on, comma. Michael Cohen has agreed that before he goes to prison, he's going to come to Congress and answer any questions they want. Any questions they want that Elijah Cummings says, do not interfere with anything Robert Mueller is doing. Little, little thing on that is that... Um, Michael Cohen is going to jail. He's going to prison for three years. And yeah, he's probably trying to do anything he could to get his sentence reduced. But at the same time, he's about to John Dean this. Michael Cohen, and I hate saying this phrase. Because that's all they said right after... Weisselberg? Yeah. The, uh... Trump found, uh, Trump, uh... Trump Organization CFO, when he got immunity, and when David Pecker got immunity, the biggest phrase said on cable news was, he knows where the bodies are buried. Michael Cohen buried the bodies. It's not like he knows where they are. He's got dirt under his fingernails. And let me just say this, but, like, I don't want to seem like somebody who thinks that Michael Cohen is a hero. He is a criminal, and he deserves to go to jail. But you know what? When, you know, if you have an opportunity to help your country on the way to jail, that's the first step to giving back and to bringing yourself back to society. Now, I'm not saying that Michael Cohen is this great guy. No way. He's a criminal, convicted, and will be going to jail. And deserves to go to jail. He did a lot of stuff. But you know what? He's also got a lot of information about this criminal who lives in the White House right now. And it would be nice for Michael Cohen to come and really spill it. And that's what he's going to do. He has no desire to spend more time in prison. He wants to paint himself as a patriot, as an American, as somebody putting country first. And that's cool with me. Whatever gets you to testify, bro. Whatever you have to tell yourself to get you to testify to Congress again, because he lied last time, and that was one of the charges that he got charged with, lying to Congress. But if he can go up in there and, uh, you know, clear up some things, it's possible he can get out in two years. Anything can happen. Remember, Mueller suggested no years Mueller said he's been very helpful. The SDNY said, we don't care how helpful you've been. You got some real deal crimes being committed here. And we are putting you in jail. So Michael Cohen, I believe it's February, is going to testify in front of Congress. Even though the government's closed, they're conducting business. Whatever. Confirmation hearings. Michael Cohen testimonies. Whatever works. And man, we... Do you want to hear some real deal stupid shit? Like, 
You know, like, Manafort is this Ukrainian-Russian thug, right? He's not actually Ukrainian, but he lived there a while, worked on some campaigns. Paul Manafort is aiming for a pardon, right? Paul Manafort is sticking it to the man. He's not... He's not helping your investigation. Paul Manafort's legal team shared documents that they did not redact correctly and it revealed vital information about what Robert Mueller is accusing Paul Manafort of. We didn't find this out from a leak. We didn't find this out from a Ken Delanian sitting in the courtroom. Julia Ainsley didn't call up and figure this out. You know, we got this from court filings that were redacted, but they weren't redacted properly, so you were able to copy and paste the document and unredact it. What? This is your squad? Again, I'm gonna say it again, like, Michael Cohen, Paul Manafort, this is your squad? Michael Cohen's caught up in taxi medallion schemes for the SDNY, squeezing him like a fucking lemon, and Paul Manafort's giving it away, his lawyers are just giving it away. So what has been discovered by the unredacted files? Well, what's been discovered is that Paul Manafort gave polling data to Konstantin Kilmanik, Russian intelligence. Now, you might hear that, you probably hear that story on the news, and you hear the newscasters say, allegedly Russian intelligence, or former Russian intelligence, or appears to have ties to Russian te no, no, no. He was a Russian GRU officer. Being a Russian intel officer is like the Mafia. You get out when you die. You, you're not allowed to leave. It's like the Crips and the Bloods. You can't get out. You don't leave. Well, I'm not sure if that's how the Crips and the Bloods work. I think that's only how the Latin Kings work. But I haven't lived in Brooklyn for a while, so I'm not up on my gang stuff. Like. Ooh. It's crazy. No, there is no former... Russian intelligence. You are Russian intel. You will always be Russian intel. And Konstantin Kilmanek is also Paul Manafort's co-defendant in one of these trials. Now, let's backtrack a little bit. Remember when Manafort had the chance to condense his two trials into one trial and combine the charges, and he chose not to do that? That was bad lawyering. Your lawyer needs to tell you that that's not what you're- that's not a smart thing to do. But then again, these lawyers aren't smart if they don't know how to properly redact documents. So you might ask yourself, Jay, polling data is public. Why does it matter that Paul Manafort gave it to Kilmanek? Well, I mean, do you think it would say sharing polling data? Do you think it would be public polling data? Do you think the campaign manager would need to share public polling data? No! Some inside polling data that they got. Cambridge Analytica, whatever it was. Shared it with the Russian government. Robert Mueller knows that. Even though Manafort's told Robert Mueller that he didn't. 
Paul Manafort lied. And if you're wondering where Konstantin Kilmanek is because he's, you know, a co-defendant on this trial, uh, yeah, he's in Russia. And he, I don't think he's going to be making his court appearance. Also, there was an indictment. Was there an indictment? Natasha Veselnishkaya. She got in, I believe it's an indictment. There was some court case she was working, and she got indicted for it. I noticed that it wasn't... I noticed that it wasn't a Mueller thing. So, I thought to myself, maybe they'll be able to use this as a way to try to get her to talk about this meeting at Trump Tower with Don Jr. and Jared Kushner and Paul Manafort. Constantine Kilmanick's buddy. Big week, man. That is a lot of stuff. And on the Jay Porks podcast, which is going to come out on Sunday, I feel okay. I mean, I made it through this, right? I only had to pause like three times to cough. We are going to hit all of those stories with thread counts. We are going to go deep into those stories. We're going to figure it out. We're going to expound on this. Because that's what we do on Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. We expound on things. So, I need you guys to keep it locked. Least Coast Radio for the Least Heard Voices. And before, before I get up on out of here, I got one thing to say. And we started with the shutdown and we'll end with it. I got one thing to say to Mr. National Emergency. Are you ready? Are you ready? I dare you to declare a national emergency to build a wall. Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. Your wall's not going to get built. And then you are going to set precedent for a Democrat to do whatever the fuck they want when they get into office. And liberals, or not liberals, and conservatives, if you think that that's not, if you want to say, oh, well, Obama used broad executive powers. No, I'm talking... If this clown declares national emergency to build a wall... A couple of things are going to happen. A, the wall's not going to get built. He's going to get sued, and he's going to get stopped. B, it's going to look like an asshole. And C, the president will be set... For a Democrat to come into office, say Elizabeth Warren, say Kamala Harris... Say Beto O'Rourke, say Joe Biden. The Democrat's going to come into office and say, So, what's this national emergency business? Because I got a couple of national emergencies. Single payer. Universal background checks. Marijuana removed from Schedule 1. Voting rights expansion. Well, vote, voting, like, automatic voter registration, stuff like that, making it easier to vote. Conservatives, do you really want that? What about if a Democratic president comes in and fucking, I can't even believe this is even a thought in my head. Imagine if a Democratic president comes in and tries to give you health care. Oh my god. It's gonna be the end of the world. 
It's going to be the end of the world as we know it. If a democratic president takes the helm and tries to help people with through executive powers. So, do me a favor. Declare a national emergency. Because you know what? The nat- You are the national emergency. And you are the cancer of America that needs to be lanced out. You need to be cut out and removed. You are a part of the fabric of America that is torn and moldy and gross. You are everything that's wrong with America. And we will do nothing besides fight your fascist tendencies until you go to jail. Jay Porks dies in your house.